What's good, everybody? It's your boy Flock back at you yet again with another episode of Unfiltered Facts, where only the real can relate. This is episode number 19. I think it's 19. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure this is 19. Okay. All right. I'm sure this is 19. And um, make sure if you are listening to this on Apple, some form of Apple podcast uh, way of listening to this, uh, make sure you rate this five stars. You can also leave a comment and all that other good shit if you enjoy it. It actually helps people find me newer people find me i've been getting a lot of newer people uh hitting me up just like recently like on twitter like yo i appreciate that that last episode you know it helped me get through some stuff and like at the end of the day that's what this shit is all about like low-key this should be therapeutic for myself but the fact that i can help others man that shit is wonderful yo i'm like i'm really i'm really enjoying it so without further ado if you're new here man what i do is i talk about a variety of topics whether it be sports, gaming, real life shit. People ask me questions, I answer them right here. You know what I'm saying? Just what I do, man. In between time, like I'm talking a lot, so I'm going to sip my water. I don't like having desert throat. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to have a cactus throat. So, you know, I'm going to do that now, as a matter of fact. (laughs) So, also, man, I speak my mind. I talk how I talk. If you are easily offended, this may not be the place for you. Don't get me wrong. I don't go out my way to offend anybody, but I don't go out my way to, you know, appease anybody either. So with that being said, let's get started. How we always start off, I'm going to let y'all know what's going on with me. Flock, how you doing, bro? What's going on with you? All right, let me answer that for you. So I recently, just recently as of the day of me recording this is uh, Tuesday, February 11th, and um I was supposed to record this yesterday, but this is why I didn't record it because I was kind of annoyed. Um, so I recently upgraded my internet. I got a new modem slash gateway thingy me jiggy. And the thing fucking sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Now, the reason I ended up doing this, um, I got faster speeds and all this other stuff, which which is good. Ne- you can never go wrong with doing that. Um, but the reason being is because, um, I was having issues. I was having issues streaming on Twitch and the whole time I was thinking it was OBS at one point because, um, a lot of people, if you don't come, you know, say if you ain't never been to the live streams, I do these, these different little streams, man, when I'm not playing games, uh, you know, holler at your boy over there at twitch.tv slash leader of the flock, you know, shameless plug. It's my podcast. Plug my shit. That's what I do over here. Um, I do these streams where I either, um, I just start like having the, the chat pick a playlist. We go like different eras of music. They start picking my playlist or we do stuff where we listen to stuff that's been sampled. We listen to the original shit. It's, it's cool. It's cool vibes over there, man. That's what we do over there. And then I try to enlighten, try to like, it's always me trying to share some sort of knowledge to the chat. Cause I know most of the chat are younger than me. So I always try to like do that and, you know, kick a little knowledge in the process. Sometimes they teach me shit. You know what I'm saying? Little do they know, they be teaching me stuff every now and again, too. Like, they'll put me up on something I wasn't really up on. But, I digress. So, we do that, and then also I've been getting into this thing, because I told one day, I told the chat, I'd be, like, low-key binge-watching Paternity Court. I find that show to be, like, hilarious, yet sickening at the same time. And in my twisted mind, like, I find enjoyment in that shit sometimes, because when I hear women like dog men and say how men ain't shit and talk crazy and all that shit, I feel it's my duty to show people like now y'all see it goes on both fronts, but it ain't always broadcasted. 
this shit right here is always broadcast. You can't have a, you know, an issue with paternity unless the woman's been fucking around. So it shows that. So I think that shit is hilarious at times. So we've been having those streams. And while I was doing that one day, my OBS just kept like redlining. And it was, um, I was dropping frames all crazy and shit. And, um, I'm thinking it's my, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's my OBS and I'm doing process of elimination. And <clears throat> I was like, you know what? Maybe it's my, my modem and all this stuff. I'm just doing process of elimination. So my homeboy, shout out to my boy, Obi, cause he the one actually walked me through this shit and told me like, man, you know, how long have you had that modem and all this other stuff? I'm like, it's been a while. I kind of found out I had the same modem since 2016. So yeah, it's 2020 now. So it's time to upgrade. So I did that and got higher speeds. And then, um, I ended up getting, um, uh, doing this thing where, um, I have OBS recommend, you know, saying my settings based off my, my connection speed and all of that. And it basically told me, man, dude, you was, you was cheating yourself this whole time. So I ended up doing a test stream after all of that. And, um, yesterday I ended up doing a, a test stream after all of that. And it was fine for the 45 minutes that I did it. So I didn't have any hiccups. So hopefully we keep our fingers crossed. I'm able to keep doing that. Um, only thing, like the one bad thing about it. And I, hello, let me, let me get, no, I still gotta, I, I'm, I'm about to be bitching about this, but here we go. It only has two, yes, two ethernet slots instead of the four I usually had because I had a slot. I remember having a slot for my router, you know what I'm saying? For my, my fire stick, my, um, my, my, Hey Google thingy majiggy in my bedroom where I can, Hey, what's the weather outside and see what time it is and shit like that and all that. You know what I mean? It was like a digital clock, but it could actually do other stuff too. That, um, like I said, fire stick, my laptop, uh, of course my phone, if I'm on my phone and shit like that, I don't have to use up my fucking data on my phone. Uh, other shit like my, my, my son's fucking, I got two playstations in the, in, you know what I'm saying? One in the living room, one in the fucking, um, in my kids room. Then I got mine that I play, um, you know, but mine, are, mine are hardwired in here. So I had my PlayStation, uh, hardwired my Xbox hardwired my router you know what I'm saying and um, of course my computer my PC and but for some reason not, none of the nothing that I need the Wi-Fi to work for works except for with my phone so my fire stick doesn't work my hey Google thingy majiggy don't work my laptop the only thing it can bro I can't make this shit up the only thing my laptop would connect to like if I try to go on Twitch, it'll just lock up. It won't do anything. It won't go in it'll time out. I try to go on any other website except YouTube. My computer don't 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 recognize it won't it won't it won't go on. It won't come on to do nothing but go on YouTube. I can't make this shit up. So so now I had to talk to them this morning right before I got on here and started recording. And they trying to troubleshoot and all this other shit. And I'm telling them like, man, what is going on? So now they got a technician coming tomorrow morning. Um, and hopefully they be in and out. Cause I got to work tomorrow, you know, tomorrow evening. So I need to get some sleep and shit before I you know, get up and go to work. And, um, so I got to deal with that shit. So now I can't really do anything other than sit on this PC that I'm on now. And, and watch YouTube if I want to be on my laptop. That's the only thing I can do, yo. I can't make this shit up. So, it's just crazy, man. Like, I get brand new equipment and the shit works like shit. So, I don't know what's going on. So, whatever. And 
I don't know. It's it's just crazy. Like some so temple is so, so temple. Something so simple. I can't even fucking talk. I'm, I'm so frazzled. Something so simple is such a task. That's what I was trying to say. Look, mind you, I live in the third largest city in the United States, which is Chicago, Illinois. I can't even get Google Fiber over here. Now, don't get me wrong. I got good internet. I got very good internet, especially now. It's really good. But and I don't. But I don't live in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I don't live in the hood, but I'm not in the suburbs either. But I can't get like Google Fiber and shit like that. I have to deal with Xfinity. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know a lot of people. Yeah, they fucking suck. I never had an issue with them. Never. Not once. I've never had an issue with them until this shit right here that I'm dealing with. So, whatever, man. It's whatever. Um, let's see. So, my Wi-Fi is not working. So, yeah. Alright. Let me go. Uh, it's Black History Month, y'all. It's Black History Month. And this is the time of year where... Since we are, you know, I mean, a lot of y'all are gamers that listen to me. This is part where Twitch pretends like they actually care about black folks in the streaming community. Come on, y'all. Y'all know what this is. And this is also the time where, you know, people of color, you know what I'm saying? People of color get uh, showcased on the front page. And this is where all the all the, 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 the dumb, you know what I'm saying? I'm just call call it what it is. The bad side of Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, the, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the white kids that like to, like, go on black folks, you know what I'm saying? Twitch pages and troll and, you know, call them all out their name and all this other shit. Or people get on Twitter and complain, why, why, it had to happen, man? And why does February have to be all about one group? Why can't it be about everybody else? I'm like, let's be real, yo. Twitch does not promote anybody that's not making them money. They're going to promote the, like, my thing is, when you have, Remember when Ninja was running shit? You got Dr. Disrespect, Shroud, those guys when they were playing PUBG and was running Twitch. Those were the ones that got featured. My thing is, why does Twitch not try to build new stars on Twitch? Because there's an audience out there. When them guys go offline, those people that's watching them, they want to watch something, I'm sure, but they don't know who to look for because Twitch don't promote that shit. So I always felt like Twitch, YouTube has been notoriously bad at that. They, they, that algorithm was so bad. You, at one point, all you seen were reaction channels and bullshit channels. Now it's like it's so kid oriented now that unless you're a little kid doing toy reviews and you know what I'm saying and, and shit like that, crazy dumb shit, pranks and whatever little stupid shit that people watch on YouTube now. Cause I, I mean. I don't really watch YouTube like I used to. I watch the niggas I, I watch, you know what I'm saying, the 2K dudes that I watch because I don't play 2K like that no more. I watch those guys. I watch, of course, my you know, my GI homies that still upload, um, you know, shit like that. Of course, I watch my paternity court because that's how I, I binge watch that shit. And I watch other little shit like NBA shit, you know what I mean, NBA-type videos. So that's, a, that's pretty much it, man. But this is also like, by being Black History Month, besides the Twitch shit, it's time to reflect on, like, those that made strides, you know, for us to be able to live better than they did. Now, granted, it's not perfect now, but I'll take what I deal with today over what happened, what was going on in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, any day of the week, yo, because I'm still able to, you know, to live my life and not have my life being dictated by someone else, you know, all day, every day, As, even though... We all we all work for somebody. We all out here making somebody rich, and only getting a small portion of that. So, but 
Like, I'm going to give y'all a prime example. Hattie McDaniels. This was a lady. She was the first black woman to win an Oscar award. And um, I forgot what the movie was. Was it Gone with the Wind? Or was it Gone with the Wind or Cancer Blanca or something like that? It was one of those old-ass movies, man. It was Humphrey Bogart or some shit like that. Uh, it was one of those old-ass movies. I think it was Gone with the Wind, though. I could be wrong, but I'm I'm sure I'm right. <laughs> I honestly don't remember, but... Um, Anyway, she wasn't even allowed to attend, you know, to attend. She won an award, but wasn't allowed to attend. So they had to pretty much petition to allow her in the actual event. And eventually she was, but she wasn't even allowed to sit at the table with the cast that she did that movie with. Think about it. Think about it. She helped make that movie the hit that it was. Actually won an award actually won an award but wasn't even allowed to sit at the same table this was back with segregation and you know uh whites only water fountains and whites only restaurant and they wouldn't even serve black people and shit like that you hear them stories about uh bill russell playing for the celtics back in the 60s and shit like that like bro it it, it is rough man so when people sit here be like why do why do we have to do that that's why you know what i'm saying that's why because no matter how good you do and shit like that, you have to be reminded, here's what they think about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't forget about that shit. People, oh, that was years ago. You guys should get over it. It's easy to say that when, you know, you got generational wealth and, you know, you have all the opportunities in the world and shit like that. It, you don't have to deal with it. It's a lot easier to sit here and say, oh, just get over it. No, you don't get over it. You deal with it and you let that shit make you stronger. And you don't allow that shit to happen to you. That's that's what you that's what you do. Alright. Um, that was just an example. I don't want to get too far and start talking about, you know, the Black Panther party and all that other shit. Just just some just some food for thought. You know, you do the dishes on that, if you will. Um This was the part, man, like, I'm not gonna lie, this was what I'm about to talk about next was the reason why I didn't do this podcast a lot sooner. I know a lot of people rushed to uh talk about this. But since the last podcast I did, um, damn, this is crazy, man. I'm not gonna lie; I was debating whether I even wanted to talk about it or not because I knew it was gonna like it, it. This was this was this was something, man. Kobe Bryant tragedy uh, back in uh, back on January the 26th. This was actually a few days after I recorded the last podcast. Um, it felt like the world stopped when hearing about this horrific tragedy, man. I was. I remember being asleep and uh, waking up, getting ready to uh, pick my kids up from my grandmother's house because I went out the night before, so I just left them over there because I wasn't gonna like bring them home later, you know, go back and get them and bring them back with me later at night. She's like, ah, oh, they, they cool, they sleep anyway. So, um, I get it. I called her, I'm gonna call my grandma. You know, what I'm saying it's like, yo, everything good. I hadn't looked at anything. I just woke up. Was like, yo, what's, you know, what time is it looking like? So I woke up early and then went back to fell back to sleep. That's just shit that I do sometimes. And then uh get back up. And I, it's probably about 1 2 o'clock. And uh call my grandma. She's like, You hear about this stuff with Kobe Bryant? I'm like, is this stuff true about Kobe? I'm like, what stuff? You know, I'm like legit shocked. I don't know what the hell going on. She told me. I get up, I go on Twitter, I'm looking at shit. I look on ESPN and looking on shit, and lo and behold. After a while, you start hearing about different people being involved, and I just waited and waited. And like the only thing I tweeted was like, "Man, this can't be fucking happening." I'm thinking the whole time like I'm legit 
You know how when people say that and it sounds cliche, like, please tell me I'm dreaming. I think it's a bad dream. I legit thought I was in a bad dream. Like, like I was asleep and dreamt that I woke up and heard this news, but it came out to be true, man. Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, who's only 13 years old. Kobe was only 41 years old, man. And like seven others. I'm not going to name all the names and stuff like that. No disrespect, but I just, you know, I don't have a list of all the names right now. We're all killed like in a helicopter crash. And uh, I believe it's in like Calabasas right outside of L.A. somewhere. Uh, like I know it's around that area. Like I say, he's only 41. He had just won an Oscar, man. Like this. This is one of those moments where you you always remember where you were when you heard that news. And this one hit a little different, a lot different because, um, you know, Kobe is like around, like me and Kobe, like we're the same age, like pretty much. And when, when that shit happens, you know, it, it does something to you because you, um, but what what look, what I'm trying to say is like you, when you, when I was a kid, you know, you look up to certain players and shit like that, especially if it's a sport that you really love or you play, you know what I'm saying? You play competitive. So you look to someone that you, you know, can kind of like idolize, so to speak, and kind of like take some something from them and incorporate it in your game. Uh, Michael Jordan was that guy for many of us, you know what I'm saying? You know, and then you have people that's, that's older, that, that, that was like that for like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And then you have the era, you know, that's a little, that's a, maybe a few years younger than me would be Kobe Bryant. So when people sit and have, and then you have the era that's a little bit younger than that, that will say LeBron James because, you know, it's just, that's just who you grew up watching. And like one thing with him, like with Kobe, I was able to watch his entire career from start to finish and watching him grow as a player. It was, it's, it, you feel like I know people be like, yo, how can you get emotional about somebody you never met and all this other shit? Like it's just different with certain people because they touch you and you don't even realize it. And I, the saddest part, you know, is hearing about, you know, these young kids, you know what I'm saying? These young kids that lost their life in that crash. And, you know, granted everyone lost their life and it's tragic for all of them, but you know, especially for the kids, man, like didn't didn't really get to live their life. And it happened them doing what they love, which was basketball. The bond that him and his daughter had was being basketball. And, you know, I don't know. that That's crazy, man. All I can say is I watched Kobe from start to finish, you know, from his career. From, you know, being the, you know, being the only dude I, that I've ever seen. Never He wasn't even starting on his team. His own team ended up starting an all-star game like his second year in the league. Like, that shit was amazing, man. Like, that was crazy. Um, now for the fuck, fuck side of this whole thing. Um, I remember I didn't want to watch this shit because I knew how disgusted I would be about it. But I seen like a little bit of it. This Gail King, that bitch, boy, she tried to basically bring up the whole, you know, sexual assault rape charge thing in her interview I think it was with Lisa Leslie and Lisa wasn't going for it so big up to Lisa Leslie for being a real ass motherfucker man but she wasn't going for that shit 
She tried. She tried. And Gail King did the same shit with R. Kelly, yo. Like, she did the same shit with R. Kelly. Like, I know people who like, oh, R. Kelly did this, he did that. Like, we really don't know. You, you only know what you're being told. You know what I mean? Unless you see it, you really don't know. So, that's just, until the facts all come out, you really don't know. Do I think he's a fucking scumbag and shit like that? Yes, I do. But do I think it's a, as bad as they're, they're portraying it? Probably not. But young girls is young girls. But like I said, I digress. I don't want to, you know, make this about R. Kelly. But Gail King, like, she's known for that shit. And this is Oprah's right-hand girl. You know what I'm saying? This is her her bestie. This is her, you know, her main damie. You know what I'm saying? And she, gets, she sends Gail to do her dirty work. Like, the shit that she won't say. She sends Gail King to do that shit, man. She sends her to do all the shit she too chicken shit to do and say. They tried it with um, they did the shit with Bill Cosby. They did the shit with fucking uh Russell Simmons. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like something about Oprah and Gail. Like they got this thing about tearing down black men, yo. Like this shit is disgusting, bro. But all I can say is that's some bullshit. Karma, boy. Karma is a motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. Y'all remember, quote me on that shit. Karma is a bitch. She hits hard, bro. You you don't speak on that. Like, what was all that energy at when that man was still here? Like, you don't speak ill on nobody. Like, right when they pass away and shit like that, man. He got he got exonerated of that. He basically got cleared from the shit. And and a lot of people don't realize. And I seen a few other people do that shit on Twitter too. You know what I'm saying? Took that time to grandstand talking about you know. I seen this one dude do this shit. He's supposed to be like some comedian, but he's never said anything funny to me. But um, he said some shit, you know, and it's like, where was this energy at when the dude was here? And the chick that, that you know, even even if that shit happened, that chick went on record by basically saying that she exaggerated that that whole story just so the cops would, would listen to her. You know what I mean? And she was basically coached to, you know what I'm saying, exaggerate the shit. Like, but that's neither here nor there. So... That's some whack shit. But with that being said, man, as sports fans, we really do become spoiled, man, when greatness is like right there in front of us, right under our nose. But that's just that's just me because like I was saying earlier, I I was able, you know, being from Chicago, I was able to watch Michael Jordan during those, you know what I'm saying, those championship runs, you know, when they were like that team was in his prime and they were just Running, running rough shot over the NBA, beating everybody ass. Nobody could beat him. And um, I got to watch that. You know, I got to watch Kobe Bryant. You know, I I didn't get to watch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and shit like that. But I do make sure I go back and I watch and see why everybody considered him great. And I definitely see why everybody considered him as one of the greatest of all time. But you know, the ones that's always up for debate. You know, it's always Mike. It's always Kobe. It's always LeBron. For, for you know, for for today's age of people, you know what I mean. So, I got to watch Jordan in his prime, and so to me, he's gonna always be the best ever. I got to watch Kobe from start to finish. You know what I mean? From him airballing and you know airballing three pointers. You know what I'm saying? In a playoff game. You know what I mean? And working on his game and to become one of the best that ever do it. You know what I mean, I think. Kobe to me was always like Jordan was always the original. Kobe was a remix, you know what I mean. And he was the closest thing to Jordan to me. And like I said before, watching him from start to finish in his career, that was always you know that's a good that's that's something like I can always take you know take with me and say look I got to watch this dude play 
from the start to the finish. It wasn't one of them things. I didn't start watching basketball in 2008 type shit. You know what I mean? I watched them from start from 96 to 2016. So I got to, you know, I got to see that. So that was, you know, that was great. Um, and LeBron James, you know, I've gotten, I've been able to watch from the start of his career to now. So I can always see why people, you know, gravitate towards the person that they started watching, who was the best player in the league when they started watching basketball. But I'm also not blind to, you know, greatness. Like, it's cool to like more than one player, y'all. Like, just appreciate greatness while it's here because when it's gone, it's gone, as we all see. And like I said before, the world stopped when that shit happened with Kobe, man. It was a lot of people, like, a lot of people was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Because he just really started living his life outside of basketball because you got to realize that man spent practically half more than half his life playing you know playing professional basketball i mean and he was 41 doing so much different shit you know i mean he wasn't even finished you know he didn't even really get get going like he could have i mean he dedicated the majority of his time to making sure his daughter you know saying was was gonna be was gonna be the next you know that next big thing in basketball so let's go on man because yeah i don't want to bring the mood down in the podcast y'all but that was pretty emotional for me, man. That's why I kind of like waited and waited. I didn't want to talk too much about it because I had so much shit that I was going to start talking about, but I didn't want to take too much time talking about it because that would have been like the whole bulk of, of the podcast. So I just want to keep it moving. And uh, yeah, let's keep going. Um, Lennox Lewis stated on Twitter. I follow, follow Lennox Lewis. I follow a few boxers because y'all know that's my sport. Follow uh, a few boxers, but Lennox Lewis is one of them that I always feel like he says some insightful shit. He don't do a bunch of tweeting, but when he says something, it's like always like some shit. I I try to take something from it. Um, and he interacts with 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 his uh, followers too. I, I think that's really cool. Um, he said that he had just got word that EA Sports is considering bringing back fight the Fight Night series. Now, I responded with the whole the gift, the Ronin gift from uh, what was that fucking in uh, game. Remember when um, Hawkeye was out there and, you know, killing people and shit? Like, don't give me hope. I responded with that. Don't give me hope, yo, because we've been asking for this shit for years. And he said, he's, and let, me, let me be more specific. He said for the, um, the, newer, the newer consoles that's coming at the end of this year. So that's what, that's what it was, uh, that's what it was spe- uh, specifically for. That's what they said. So we've heard this before. I made a video about that, like, some, like, maybe two years ago, some shit like that. Like a couple years ago, I made a video about that. It got a shitload of views. It's probably one of my highest, probably like my second highest view video ever. I know that shit got maybe almost 500,000 views. Crazy, crazy views for that video. But um, saying like, if we get a new fight night in 2018 or some shit like that. But yeah, um, it's, it's speculation at this point. And... A lot of people be like, yo, why don't they do it? Why don't they do it? And we, me and TBH were trying to explain to people why they don't do it. But, you know, you got people on the internet that knows everything. And, you know, speaking with people at EA, you know what I'm saying? Especially a few people in GI that's EA Game Changers kind of have that access to talk to certain people when they said that game, that game, they claim that game didn't sell well. 
and uh games like nba street and fifa street and shit like that those are like niche you know what i'm saying type games and they don't sell well and i'm like they may want to do an nba street because nba live don't sell well either you know what i'm saying so I mean, you keep doing it, but you got the license. You may as well do something else with it and do be an alternative to 2K, even though 2K20 sucks balls right now, too. So, but um, I feel like I know for a fact that with, with boxing games, it's not like any other sports game because it's kind of like when you do like the Tiger Woods. Uh, remember the old Tiger Woods game? You have to license each individual you know what I'm saying? What you call it? Because granted, you have the PGA, but it's not like when you do, um, like, say boxing. Boxing, you have to do each individual one, you know, individual box. It's not like in football, we had a NFL PA or NBA PA or NHL PA where they all part of the Players Association. So the likenesses and all the other shit, it just all bundles into whoever's, you know, in the league. They have to individually license, like boxers. They be like, "Yo, that boxer lost his license or some shit like that." So that has to be done individually. So you have to get individual licenses for each individual, you know, fighter. Granted, who cares about the, you know, the what you call it, the the, the promotions, the IBF and the WBA, WBA. You can make some shit up. No one cares about that shit. But we would like to see that. We need that, yo. Like. There, there's an audience out there for boxing games. I know there's this game, and I spoke on this before, coming out called uh, Hard Knock Nights and shit like that. And I talked to those people that, that work out of, uh, I think, Can-Am Studios. I think that was the name of them uh, in, in Canada. And I spoke with those people. But, I mean, they're nice people, but let's be real, yo. It ain't EA Sports and it ain't Fight Night. You know what I'm saying? It ain't EA Sports and it ain't Fight Night. EA Sport, EA is what? If I'm not mistaken, EA is the, the biggest fucking American uh gaming company uh publisher so they they got money for that shit man y'all keep bringing out nba live every other every other year and that shit keep tanking y'all can bring a fight night out they got money for it they just don't want to do it so hopefully that does happen man that that's that would be huge yo especially for the newer consoles like if they announce that to come out in time for the newer console even if it don't come out in time for the newer console that man i ain't gonna lie that's a that's a buying point for me right there because i'm such a huge fan of boxing i mean i know everybody's not a big boxing fan so moving on um i seen a few i seen a few videos on um a few videos on um what the fuck is that hold on i seen a few hold up uh what the fuck was that shit um, my bad, y'all. I just got completely distracted. My phone was ringing. I was trying to see, make sure that wasn't my kid's school calling me and shit. But I seen something on Twitter, and it was about Delonte West. A lot of y'all may not know who Delonte West is. He's a former NBA player. Um. He was actually a former teammate of LeBron James. You know, he was the one everybody was making jokes saying was fucking LeBron's mama and shit like that. Now, it had been determined, like, years ago that he had suffered from bipolar disorder and all this shit. And um, some videos surfaced about, you know, him getting his ass beat in the middle of the fucking street. He living out on the street. Now, I remember when they had the lockout and all that other shit. 
he had started working like at Home Depot or some shit. He was doing whatever he could. You know what I'm saying? And then he was trying to go over to China, but he didn't last long over there. I seen that. It was some disturbing videos, man. Um, watching him, that was that that was some tough shit to see. Cause whether you're a fan or not, you don't want to see anybody in that situation. And I seen people making jokes. Of course, that's what niggas on the internet do. They make their jokes. Anything for a retweet. And I seen people like, yo, I'm posting this to, you know, saying maybe someone will help them. Like a lot of people, when you post them in a bad situation, you might be doing more harm than good. And I know some people want to be like, yo, well, I'm just trying to get awareness of, but maybe they they know exactly what they 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 they're doing, and they don't want everybody to see that. You know what I'm saying? That side of them. Now I did see some players. Uh, I seen uh, his former college teammate uh, Jameer Nelson say something like. Yo, I'm, you know, I got his back if he need me and all this other shit. I seen a couple other players like, um, they was like somebody was trying to reach out to him to get him like a, um, I want to say like a, a scouting job or something for a team. I forgot what team it was. And even LeBron James, yo, I don't know how genuine this is, but LeBron does sometimes come across, you know, what I'm saying as a genuine, a genuine dude. Even with all those rumors and all that other shit, he was like one of the guys that said, yo, we got, I got to try, try to get this man to L.A. so we can get him back on his feet and, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. I think that was huge for him to, him to say that. Now, once again, like I said before, some people just talk. I think, like, personally, I really do think that that would be, like, good karma for him to do that. And I think that would, you know, that would work, you know, because he's got the power to make, make whatever he can happen, happen for him. So... Hopefully, man, that dude gets back on his feet. That's, that's some tough shit to watch, bro. Like, I don't want to see nobody out there like that. But that's, I mean, that's just one of them things when people be like, yo, he play ball and, you know, how he blow all this money, how he do this other shit. You just got to realize you don't know what that dude's situation is or what it was. You don't know how much he was making. You know, you don't know what was going on. He's probably taking care of a lot of people. And, you know, now he's out, out here looking bad and shit. Where those people at to pick him back up? So... That's why, man, some people, you got to learn how to say no as well. Like, everybody, I said this before, man, just because you got people behind you don't necessarily mean they got your back. Y'all need to remember that shit. If y'all ain't never remember nothing I ever told y'all, remember that shit. Just because you got people behind you don't necessarily mean they got your back. For real, for real. All right, um, let's see. Uh, we're going to do the high 16. I ain't forget about that. This is a segment I, I make sure I put in here every episode now. Uh, Hot 16. For this episode, it's going to go to Fonte from Little Brother off the song called Doing Me. The album was uh, The Chitlin' Circuit. It was like a like a little spinoff record called The, Chit- the Chitlin' Circuit. And in that song, yo, it's three verses. One from Big Pooh, one from Fonte, and one from... Uh, what the fuck is that dude's name? Is it Sean Don? I believe that's what his name is. Uh yeah so who does his verse first then Fonte comes in he does a verse yo and I felt that shit where he basically talks about you know he doing his thing with his you know with his girl now and his mom's him, basically him and his mom's is falling out over dumb shit and how she was trying to tell him you know you need to settle down with this girl but he like yo I'm with this girl she ain't just a fuck for the night 
and he had a line in there where he basically said, you know, saying, I don't, I don't want to deal with this chick who can't adjust to my rapping and her lips always yapping. And that's just what would have happened. just what would have happened if I took your advice or some shit like that. He said, and then he, at the end, he basically like, he like, and it hurts to write this. So, but maybe now you understand you're going to lose me as a son till you respect me as a man. I was like, yo, that felt that shit, bro. That was that was a powerful verse right there, man. Like you could tell that was some real shit because he actually said that in another song. I forgot which one when he was talking about how his mom's, you know, saying he was trying to get his mom to stop smoking and shit like that because you know he lost his pop. So he like, I ain't trying to lose you too, but he like, but I ain't gonna argue with you about it, you know, basically. So it was like you can tell there's been some deep rooted issues between him and his moms, and you know, so. Y'all check that shit out. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all where it was on. It's off the uh, the Chitlin Circuit. It's called Doing Me. So yeah, y'all check that shit out. That's my hot 16 bars for this episode. Um, also, I'm gonna go with underrated artist alert. We're gonna do that too in here while we in here. My underrated artist alert is gonna be for um, I'm gonna go with Cormega. I felt like he never really got you know the just do that he deserved. I always felt like he was a really nice MC. I was just listening to. And the reason why I picked him because I was just listening to a joint he did off a of high text album called uh, All I Need Is You with uh, Johnelle singing on the hook. Dope-ass track. Um, the beat is nice. Cormega rhymes are tight on there. He basically rhyming about him and his girl always getting into it. But, you know, basically like, you know I got your back and I know you got mine. All that shit. You know, you know that shit we go through, man. Y'all, y'all know these women. They be stressing us out and shit. But, you know. They love us, man. They love us. They can't live without us. Y'all know how that go. Uh, all right. I got some Twitter questions. I got some Twitter questions. Um, I actually got a few of them. Um, this one comes from uh, Mr. Flex a lot. He's always a regular asking me questions. He asked me questions in, in the streams and hit me up on Twitter, asked me different shit. And I appreciate you asking me questions, dog, because that, that means to me that you respect my opinion on shit. So first and foremost, anybody that ever had questions, you know what I'm saying, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at flock 2 k yeah, at Flock2K, hit me up on L, come into Twitch streams, you can ask me shit, man. I'm always willing to engage with the people that support me, yo, always. I'm not one of them dudes that get Hollywood and think I'm better than nobody else. Or, I, oh, what, who is you? No, I don't do that. Just come in there, say what up. If I ain't never seen you before, I'll be like, all right, what's up? Hey, man, I got a question. Yo, I came from your podcast. Oh, shit, well, no doubt. You part of the family then. That's just how I am, man. You support me, I'm definitely going to do my best to, I'm about to say, regurgitate. <laughs> Reciprocate. <laughs> Let me drink some water. I'll fuck it up. I'm about to say regurgitate. Reciprocate. You know what I'm saying? The love that you showed me. Oh my God. What is wrong with me, man? This podcast is fucking terrible. All right. Um, he said, do you think racism will ever end? Quick answer. No. I don't know what else to say after that, bro. You know what? I do. The, one thing about racism, bro, it's been going on since the beginning of time. Since me, you, our parents, our parents, parents, our parents, parents, parents were here. It's been going on since the beginning of time. That shit is not, you know, it ain't hereditary. It ain't this, you know, it ain't, you know what I'm saying, just something that just grows and consumes. Because it's, it's racist white folks, it's racist black people, it's racist Hispanic, it's racist everything. So it ain't just white, black. But from what I've seen, it's taught. Racism is taught. It is something that is taught. And kids that kids that end up becoming racist because they got racist ass parents. It's just that plain and simple. When you go, if you ever have a kid or something or something like that, or you go, you know, drop your kid off at school or daycare or some shit like that, and there's white kids and black kids, Hispanic kids, those little ass one and two year old kids don't care about color. They don't know nothing. 
about that shit. Because when they see each other, y'all ever see the little uh, the little meme, the gif and shit with a black kid and a white kid running towards each other? They so happy to see each other. They don't know nothing about color. They don't care about that shit. They don't care. They are people are taught racism, yo. They are taught to be racist, man. They are taught that this race is my race is superior to this race. Therefore, these people are beneath me. Therefore, you shouldn't have the same opportunities as me. Blah, 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 blah. So that shit is taught. He also asked if I think that hard work still pays off or can you lead or or can lead you to a better life. Um, I think it can, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, more so now than ever. It, I mean, it's been that way since forever too, but don't get me wrong. But now it's even more so where we live in an age where um, you can go back and you can ask your grandparents or you can ask somebody else, like an older person that you know, like they'll tell you, like, I worked my fingers to the bone for this place for 35 years. And when I retired, all they gave me was a keychain and a kick in the ass, you know what I'm saying, out the door. You know what I mean? That's all they did for me. Gave me a keychain, a pin, and a kick in the ass. <clears throat> I've heard people tell me that before. And I work my fingers to the bone and I still ain't got shit. Or I know people personally. I know people personally that I work with. When I used to work at UPS, bro, I know people that worked at UPS that was working to get their degree and certain stuff. And then when they got out of, you know what I'm saying, got graduated with a fucking bachelor's or associate's or whatever, they was making less money than me when I switched jobs and shit with no college uh, diploma, no fucking, uh, no degree rather. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got none of that shit, but I'm making more than them. You got a degree in biosynthesis, calibration of the equilibrium or whatever fucking, <laughs> whatever your major was, you know what I'm saying? Like... I know people that got, you know what I'm saying, uh, MBA and shit like that, and these motherfuckers can't, these jobs will list some shit and say, you need to have this degree, this degree, but then you look up and these motherfuckers is paying you $12 an hour. Now, to some of y'all that's listening to this, $12 an hour is great, but then again, these are people that ain't got no responsibilities, ain't got no, no, no wife or husband, no kids, no car note, no nothing, you know what I mean? For a person that ain't got no responsibility, $12 an hour is cool. All you got to do is buy, pay your little phone bill and, you know what I'm saying, do this shit here. But for someone who got a mortgage and, you know what I'm saying, all this other shit that comes along with that, or paying rent and car notes and all this other kids, tuition and all, all that shit, that ain't shit. You can't live off that. So I feel like that shit man that that whole thing that whole system man like even the whole system of going to college and you know student loans and all that shit, that shit is like the music business it's designed to keep you in debt man because you they give you this money they say look we're gonna do this we're gonna give you this money to go to school now you out now we need that money back with interest you paying on that shit forever and a day you can't you can't pay it off in a timely fashion because you can't even get the job in your field that you went to school for that pays a good amount of money. So now you got to settle for this shit. You got to wait tables and you know what I'm saying? You got to wait tables or, or be a motherfucking meter maid or some whatever t- type of bullshit job you got to work just to make ends meet or try to in the process rather. And you can't even pay that. So now you can't even enjoy the fruits of your labor because you ain't got no fruits from your labor because you ain't even in the field that you that you, you know, excelled in. 
that you graduated for, that you spent all that time and all those hours in school for, and you can't even do the shit you want. Now you got you, you got creditors calling you. Now you got bad credit, and you can't get nothing. You can't do shit with bad credit. So it's all designed to keep you in debt, man. I feel like it can. And let me don't even let me get into nepotism because you may be more qualified for a job than the next person is, but because this dude here, this 21-year-old dude fresh out of fucking um fresh out of the fucking the country club, you know what I'm saying, driving golf carts and shit. Because his daddy or uncle, you know what I'm saying, is the vice president of the company. He already groomed for greatness. But you got more experience and you got a degree in this field. This dude barely graduated. This dude barely graduated high school with a with a 2.0 GPA. But yeah, here you are with all these credentials and you can't even get the job in your field that you want. Or at least the one that you that you that you feel you deserve. And that shit is sad, man. So do I feel like hard work pays off? It does in some cases, but for the most part, nah. Sometimes it's it ain't what you know, it's who you know. It ain't how hard you work. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, basically who ass you kiss. Sometimes that's what it is. And that's fucked up, man. I think that shit is unfair. So, yeah. All right. This question comes from an unnamed person. They didn't want me to put their name and say their name. So, and this person asks, ass or titties? (laughs) Uh, Ass or titties? I'm an ass man. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Nice, nice rack is cool, but my thing is, I, I don't. I'm not the type that like you know my women shaped like the letter P. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want them just top heavy, and then the rest of their body is built like a, a 12 year old boy. Like I don't, I'm not a fan of that. But you know, I can, I could like. But then again, I don't want too much ass either. Where you know, if I grab it, all I see is my forearm. You know what I'm saying? I still want to see my wrist at least. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I need a nice ratio. So, a nice ratio is cool. Um, I mean, if you're in the itty bitty titty committee, if you're the chairman of the itty bitty titty committee, and you ain't got no ass, and your shit look like a a Chinese card table, then you know that ain't good either. But if you got personality, we we can we can probably work something out. You got to have a lot of personality if you ain't got either or, or don't be the one that. That, that that stomach sticks out further than your ass and titties do because then then you built like the letter B, capital B. That that ain't good either. So I mean, I ain't got you know I ain't gonna sit here and say either one is better. But for me personally, I'm more of an ass man. I'll just say that I'm more of an ass man. I think a lot of people lie. I mean, if you got a nice ass and your titties ain't that big, we can you know it, it helps compensate for that. Alright, um Oh, this person also asked me what is what is something about a woman that is a turnoff? If y'all don't know, this person that asked me is, is a female, so I'm not gonna say who it is because she don't want me to, you know, put put a name out there, but what is something that about a woman that is a turnoff? Uh smoking, instant turnoff for me instant always been that way for me i've passed up on i'm gonna be real with y'all man i passed up on so much pussy over the years man just because a chick lit up a bogey around me bro and i'm like i'm good yo i'm straight bitch you smoke squares yo i can't fuck with you 
And that's just me. Like, I don't care how good she look or nothing, bro. If she start, if she light up, I'm good. No thing. I don't care if it's weed. Oh, I only smoke weed. I don't care. I don't care. That shit is unattractive to me. It is. It is unattractive to me. I just, I'm just not a fan. So, uh, what else? Insecurity. There's a lot of insecure women out here. Um, and most of them are the cute ones. I think the ones that ain't that cute that think they they bigger than they are because you know they got a fat ass or some nigga done you know what I'm saying then spend a little money on them because the only the only motherfucker that want them is you you know what I'm saying I, I I don't like like I don't like insecurity but I don't like um I don't like the attitude thing it's cool to have a little attitude because it keeps shit you know a little spicy low key but I don't I don't like women with bad attitudes like everything has got to be drama everything has got to be an argument i'm not that i'm not that dude like i tell a woman to harpy i'm not gonna argue with you you're gonna be in here it's gonna be a one-sided argument you know what I'm saying? you're gonna be here talking to your fucking self in a minute because that ain't me also another turn off women that um women that expect men to initiate everything at some point, you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to say something. You can't just be a mindless fucking drone and just every time I suggest something, it's just, okay. Or or wait for me to do something or say, hey, we're going to do this. Or, hey, when you going to do Like, you want me? Come get me. That's just how I am, yo. I'm just going to tell them, just like, man, straight out the gate. Bitch, look, you want me? Come get me. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I am, man. Don't sit around wait. And I know women be like, oh, I'm not that type of girl that... That dude, well, you gonna be that type of girl that sit and be a cat lady, you know what I'm saying, with seven cats by yourself, cause man, niggas ain't niggas ain't chasing. Like I tell the chicken to Harvey, like you got all this attitude, you know what I'm saying? And my stuff ain't about the attitude; it's just about the, the, you know what I'm saying, just they they mental state. Like, come on, man. Like I said before, I hate ones with attitudes that think they they the shit. You know what I'm saying? And then when you look at where they live, they, you know what I'm saying, they got their TV is on a fucking um. Uh, a TV is on a PlayStation 3 box. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got no fucking uh, dresser. They ain't got no... F- All they shit is in totes <laughs> and garbage bags and shit like that. Hey, come on, man. And you taking pictures. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gonna act like we don't see all this shit in the background. You got dirty mirrors and shit. Like, you gonna take a selfie, girl. Clean your fucking mirrors. I, I don't like dirty chicks that live in dirty-ass places because... If you come outside looking all fresh to death and, and inside your crib looks like... Looks like a fucking paintball arena then i don't i'm not trying to fuck with you because then that means you can't keep a clean house and you can't keep a clean house girl we ain't got nothing to talk about it's gonna be high and by now you come over here you know what i'm saying and shake your clothes before you walk in here because you might got roaches so that's why we gonna do that shit <laughs> that's how we do that but yeah that's to me those are the biggest turnoffs man insecure women women that i need to find like i need to find like line between you know what I'm saying not being being confident and and just be, and being humble at the same time. Don't be too quiet, don't be too docile and shit like that. I like women that talk but not talk too much, but don't be uh, don't be the one that's always talking is always about you and don't be the one that waits for me to initiate everything cuz that shit gets old cuz if you wait on me to I'm not like you wait on me to um you know what I'm saying the the the, the initiate everything. You're going to be sitting you're gonna be able to spend a lot of lonely nights at home by yourself because there's gonna be a lot of nights. I'm be like, man, you ain't say shit. Fucking, I'm, I ain't about to keep calling you. I don't do that either. I'm not a big time phone talker. I don't like talking on the phone a lot. It's like, and I don't like texting either. So it's like, let's just talk about what we need to talk about. Set what we're gonna set up. 
and let's get it in. I'm more of an in-person type dude. Like, you you want to talk to me, man? Come holler at me. I don't like doing all that talking on the phone. It's cool sometimes, but, you know, it, it becomes a bit much. All right. Um, one last question. I got a few more, but these are, like, probably the better ones. Uh, from Sebo Savage. Sebo. Sebo Savage. He said, I hear you and TBH joke about, um, he said the N-word. I ain't going to say He said about dudes not having father figures all the time and I didn't grow up with mine and sometimes wonder if I would be in a better situation if I did. Can you explain what motivated you to be a great dad to your sons? Because I always hear you talk about um, you know, how you not how you how how you won't allow your son to grow up like some niggas in the chat. <laughs> Alright. So you actually pay attention to shit I say and I appreciate that. That was a good question. That was actually a pretty good question, yo. Uh real shit. Um what what motivated me to be a great dad? First of all, I don't consider myself a great dad. I just consider myself doing what I'm supposed to do, what I feel is necessary. And that's making sure, you know, these these young black males that I have that happen to be mine, that happen to belong to me, are become better men than I ever would that I ever was or ever will be. That's all that is, man. That's just that's my motivation. You know what I'm saying? My biggest fear is letting my sons down. Like, that's my biggest fear in life. My biggest fear in life ain't dying. You know what I'm saying? It's probably my second biggest fear because I don't want to die. But, I mean, we all know it's going to happen. But my biggest fear in life is not not setting a good example, not setting my sons up to be great. Not giving them, you know, having them available, having all the, you know, the access to be great available to them that I can. You know what I mean? Because... Granted, at the end of the day, other people are pulling the strings, but at least from a mentality standpoint, um, having them set set up, you know, right to, to know how to deal with different situations and shit like that. So what motivated me was, like I stated in previous podcasts, like I didn't have my dad around, you know, to tell me shit, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to show me shit. I learned everything by trial and error. I learned by fucking up, you know what I'm saying? I fucked up and I fucked up a lot of times with shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit I told y'all in the last podcast, me fucking my homeboy's girl and shit like that at 16, that was some scumbag shit. But if I would have had a male figure, you know what I'm saying, they tell me, hey, this ain't... Th-. Even though, you know, I'm not even gonna bring a, bl- blame it on that. But to kind of, like, embed it in my brain, you know what I'm saying? Even though I knew it was wrong when I did it, I mean, you still gotta know right from wrong. You can't blame that shit on not having a dad and shit like that. But still... It would have maybe it would have been I would have been more conscious of you know saying of the other the repercussions of what I what I did at that time if it makes sense so I feel like um, that's my biggest motivation is you know just making sure my sons are are set I mean just making sure they are set up to um, to be good and just making sure they got somebody to talk to you know saying when shit get tough or even when you know saying they just need advice on something. I can always, you know, give an experience, you know, an experienced opinion on, on shit. You know what I'm saying? When people ask, just like when you all ask me something, I like, if I just don't really have an opinion on it or have any experience on it, I just be like, look, I'm not even sure. So you might want to ask this person or that person. But if I have some, some sort of experience in the situation, I always try to like explain it thoroughly and, and use myself as an example, whether it be good or bad. You know what I'm saying? To show you either this is how I did it, so try that way, or I fucked up, so I'm gonna tell you what not to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm not perfect by no stretch, man. I feel like I feel like every day you learning, 
you know, even when people think they got it down, I feel like every day I'm learning because they're getting older now, you know what I mean? They're growing and they look to me, they don't like depend on me as much as they did when they were smaller, but I know they still need me. So I'm always there and, you know, I make sure they're taken care of. I try my damnest to make sure they're taken care of. Um, I'm a, like real quick, I'm gonna just tell y'all this. When me and their mom split, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I I didn't even know what this was until like I actually talked to someone. I actually talked to a fucking therapist, yo. Like this is some shit no one even knows. And I was just like, I don't know what this feeling is. And I was like, I was thinking it was because of her, but when I realized, I'm like, for some reason, I don't feel no type of way about you know me and her splitting and shit like that. And you no, know, she not being here no more and shit like that. I didn't really care too much about that, but I felt like maybe I did and just want to didn't want to admit it. Then when I really thought about it, it wasn't her; it was with them because they weren't with me. Like because I was so used to them always being that when I get home, they're there. You know, say when I you know when I get home in the morning from work and shit, they're there. You know, saying so getting them up, getting them ready for school and shit like that. And you know, always and then on my days off, they there. It's like daddy, you know what I'm saying? So I think that and I was I legitimately going through depression. I was going through depression not having my sons around me all the time. And it took me a it took me a little while to get over it, but I didn't realize that that's that's what it was. You know what I mean? I was thinking, okay, maybe I'm just kind of hurt because of this situation you know we've been together for so long and all this other shit but it wasn't even that and and it took someone else to explain it to me like no this is about them because every time you like i see it in your face every time you mention them you get emotional so you know i would legit like when i dropped them off at school in the morning the second they the second they i watched them walk into school i started tearing up and shit like that because i felt like damn, I'm not going to see them no more today or something like that. It was just, man, shit was crazy. So that's what motivates me. That's my, that's my drive, yo, for like my whole life right now is just make sure my sons are good. So, cause I love them more than, more than words can explain. So hopefully that helped you. <laughs> hopefully that helped you if it makes sense. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, you're not growing up, like you said, with your dad. Um, that's unfortunate, but it don't mean that you're going to end up being an idiot. You know what I'm saying? No shit like that because I didn't grow up with mine and I think I turned out okay. It just, I just learned by trial and error on what to do and what not to do. So yeah. All right. So that being said, y'all hear the music. Y'all know what that time is. It's time to get ready to wrap this whole thing up. Um, appreciate everybody that take time to listen to this, take time out your day to listen to this. Um, shout out to all the platforms that y'all can listen to this on, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Anchor, um, what is it? Google Podcasts, all them spots, man. It's a lot of them. It's too many to name, man. Um, big ups to everybody, man. I greatly appreciate everybody that take their time to rock with me. Social media, if you want to holler at me, holler at me on Twitch when I'm streaming, man. Come over there and chop it up with me over there. You could like ask real time shit and we can get it in over there. Uh, Twitch.tv slash leader of the flock. Um, if you want to check out my YouTube videos, I don't really do YouTube too much no more. It's YouTube uh, slash leader of the flock. Um, hit me up on Instagram, flock.leader, uh, and on Twitter, uh, at flock2k. So, that being said, greatly appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a great day. I'm out of here. Peace.